0: welcome to Princess in the Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Sawyers, and I'm ready to talk Disney movies past and present. Once upon a time, Hannah and Kayleen sat down to talk about Mary Poppins. I am so excited to have Kayleen Wicker on the podcast today. Um, Kayleen, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you know me.
1: Well, I know Hannah. I guess I learned to know her last year. I was looking for a kind person who knew how to inspire young writers because I was a principal. And Hannah came in for an interview and just impressed me with her enthusiasm and passion for kids and for learning. And I was so happy to offer her that job to inspire our fifth graders to be better writers. And I've just been here in Piedmont for 19 years, and she's just one of those wonderful people I've met along the way.
0: I like to say that I tricked Kayleen into hiring me. (laughs) I've told a lot of people that I feel like I've pulled off a con and I'm continuing that con uh, by keeping my job here. Tell us a little bit, if you want to share your social media, what it is and where we can find you.
1: Um, You can follow me on Twitter at W underscore Kayleen or just Kayleen Wickard on Facebook.
0: So let's jump right in to what movie did you pick and why did you pick it?
1: Well, I picked one of my favorite movies of all times, which is Mary Poppins. I fell in love with wh- love with it when I was a little girl. Um, I just loved her magic, whimsy, and wit, and she's just always intrigued me. And then I was super excited for the new one to come out as well.
0: Yeah. Practically perfect in every way. So give us an overview of the story. Tell me what happens in Mary Poppins.
1: Well, she... Usually she always arrives when there's someone in need and the Banks children were the kids who were in need and actually requested to be, have a kind and sweet nanny and their father was not on the same page as what they wanted. Um, So he tore up their note and it flew away, magically flew away and she found it and she was the nanny who arrived to meet the request of the dads. Dad's request of, "Hey, we need a nanny for these kids. Basically, I don't have time for them, as well as the mother. Um, and so, Mary Poppins met that need for them, um, as well as meeting needs of the father and the mother, who didn't even know they were had needs as well. So,
0: um, what is something that you forgot before you watched it?
1: Um, I forgot how horribly rotten the kids were because when every time you end the movie, you're just like, oh, they're such sweet kids and yeah. this and that. And so when you rewatch it, you're like, oh, yeah, they were terrible kids. So that was the one thing I kind of forgot that they're terrible, rotten kids who yeah. actually do need a nanny. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, as far as when I watched it again, I um, had noticed a couple different things. Like when Mr. Banks walks into the bank, he takes his hat off. And Michael, without being told to, Also takes his hat off as well, Um, and then I also forgot that the kids got away from Mr. Banks when they were at the bank, which was exactly why Katie Nana was removed from her post. And then later on um, in the movie, the chairman of the bank scolds Mr. Bank for not removing his hat. So I think it's really interesting that that kind of like subtle thing runs throughout the entire movie, even though it's like not a big thing. I don't know. Are there any other thoughts you had about this movie?
1: Well, and, like, what you said, the the boy realized, oh, I need to take off my hat, too, and that's kind of placed throughout the movie, too, where he picks up on things, especially hanging out with Mary Poppins, of he starts correcting his own behavior, mm-hmm. which is neat to see.
0: Yeah. Um, for me, I thought, while Mary and Bert are on their date with the penguins, like, when they're eating their, or drinking their tea or whatever, um, like, the kids were not in the scene, like, at all, and you're just like... Where are they? And so I was thinking about how, like, very unmarried Poppins that is because she's practically perfect in every <laughs> way. And yet, like, she's just off, like, drinking tea without them. And what I found out was really interesting is when you read the books, that um, scene did come from the books, but Jane and Michael were never supposed to be there. And so that's part of why, like, they're not in that scene was because they weren't even – they weren't there in the books, and so I guess that translated to the movie. So I thought that was interesting. Well, that's
1: that's really good insight because I've never noticed. Yeah. <laughs> so you think that this is a magical place, no evil happens, so they must be safe or yeah. well taken care of. So it's funny that you say that because I but never just, even. Yeah. I never even noticed.
0: <laughs> like, oh wait, there's two characters not here. So. Transitioning into the characters, um, I made a quick list. There's Mary Poppins, Jane and Michael, Katie and Anna, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Banks, Bert, Uncle Albert, and then there's obviously the bankers and a few others. Who are your favorites or favorite?
1: Well, of course, I love Mary Poppins just because of her wit and humor and just she just intrigues me. Um, and then I like Bert just because he's tenderhearted and full of fun, adventure, up for anything. Um, so those would be my two favorite and then I mean Uncle Albert's pretty funny. Yeah. I mean you have to I love to laugh a song, yeah. so I do like that scene.
0: Yeah, mine is obviously Mary Poppins. I just really love her. I think I don't know, I love Julie Andrews also, and so I think that plays a lot into it. Um Who do some of these characters relate? Like, who do you relate them to? Uh,
1: Well, Mary Poppins, she's like the fixer. I mean, the whole reason she came into the movie was to fix everybody's situation, kind of bring perspective to it. Um, I mean, as a kid, I'm not sure why that intrigued me so much. As an adult, I like that because I feel like, especially being in education, We try to help kids see the other side or see different perspectives. And so I appreciate probably more now that what she's trying to accomplish and trying to help them gain perspective.
0: Yeah. Um, For me, Jane and Michael are really the quintessential bratty children that are portrayed in any movie where like a nanny is is required. It's not just like the nanny is just like a, a luxury. Although to an extent, Jane and Michael didn't necessarily need a nanny because their mom and dads were so absent um like if they had stepped in and taken care of their kids I think they would have been fine um but when you think about the movies where there are a nanny or there is a nanny they um those kids are just so terrible that really like the <laughs> parents couldn't couldn't control them if they wanted to and so that's who who Jane and Michael really make me think of um from there we'll just talk about some quotes do you have a favorite quote from this movie
1: I kind of have two. I do like Mary Poppins saying, first of all, I would like to make one thing clear. I never explain anything. Um, You can take that probably good or bad, depending on (laughs) what perspective you want to take. But I do like that. Um, I do think it's kind of empowering, especially when she tells Mr. Banks that. Yeah. um, Because he kind of controls things and it kind of sets the precedence that I'm here to help. Um, even though it's very, a strong opinion. And my other one is, um, from Bert. What did I tell you? There's the whole world at your feet and who gets to see it? But the birds, the stars and the chimney sweeps. Um, that just kind of plays into his adventure and you can always see something from a new perspective or, in that he actually enjoys it. And even though he's cleaning chimneys, he finds the fun in it and, You can see people's lives.
0: Speaking of that, like, he has, like, 7,000 jobs. Yes. he's not just a chimney sweep. He's also a... uh,
1: One-man band.
0: Yeah, one-man band. He's a chalk artist. I feel like there was something else he did, but maybe I just... I
1: think he sold kites, maybe, if I remember Maybe. kites. Yeah.
0: So, So anyway, I just think it's interesting how many jobs he has. I was going to write that down uh, with him, but I forgot. So... Uh, My favorite quotes are both from Mrs. Banks. I loved um, that she said, and this was at the beginning of the movie, I think, uh, though we adore men individually. We agree that as a group, they're rather stupid. (laughs) And I just thought that was really funny uh, because she's talking about her husband, of course, Mm -hmm. and how much she adores him. But as a group, like, all men are stupid, and I thought that was really funny. Um, And then at the end of the movie, when they're trying to find Mr. Banks after like, he'd been laid off from the, uh, from the bank, he says, she says, oh, George, you didn't jump in the river. How sensible of you. And I just <laughs> thought that was really funny that, like, she's like, oh, I'm so glad you didn't jump in the river. That was very sensible. Not, like, I'm glad you didn't die or didn't, I don't know, do something crazy. Um, I'm glad you're being sensible. Yeah. I just thought that was really funny. Um, is there a quote from this movie that you use frequently?
1: Well, of course, the one practically perfect in every way. Um, My friends sometimes use that on me sarcastically just to remind me that, hey, you need to be grounded again and you're not perfect, so (laughs) come back. (laughs) And so I hear it frequently. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Sometimes I say practically perfect in every way. Just, I don't know. Because I'm like, you need to do your best. Try and be practically perfect, even though it's not really possible. Yeah. So, sequels. What do you think of the sequel?
1: Well, going into thinking, I had to watch it because it's Mary Poppins, of course. But I was thinking there's no way it would be as good as the first one. And I was even thinking I'd walk away probably just Annoyed. annoyed, wouldn't like it. But I was pleasantly surprised. I absolutely loved it. I don't know which one I like best. I felt like they made it different and made some changes, but there was a lot of parallels. And I even appreciated how they wrote the songs. It was very, they were different songs, but...
0: But they had the same, like, vibe. Yes,
1: it was all the same vibe. It's still all the magic and whimsy that I loved about the first one. So I really enjoyed it, so...
0: Yeah, I watched it last night, and I really, I liked it. I didn't get to finish it, but I thought it was so good. I really loved the color. Like, it's so vibrantly colorful, and I know that's, like, a random thing to notice, but I really love that. And Emily Blunt is just an amazing actress. So if anyone's going to fill Julie Andrews' shoes, it would have to be her.
1: Well, and I doubted that, too, thinking who could possibly (laughs) do as good as Julie Andrews, but um, she did amazing.
0: It's kind of the conversation that they had when Will Smith was announced as the genie. Like, who can fill Robin Williams shoes? Um, But I think Emily Blunt did a fantastic job, and I look forward to finishing the movie whenever I get a chance to do that. (laughs) Would you have wanted a sequel that was more in line with the original movie? Like, would you have wanted... A Mary Poppins two back in nineteen whatever.
1: No, I actually, I actually liked how they did this one. It was somewhat parallel. I liked it that it that it was the children growing up. Like there were things that surprised me, and but I was pleasantly surprised. I was like, oh yeah, it's the Banks kids, yeah. but they're grown up. It was in this you know present day or you know years later. Um, but then like I liked how it was parallel in the fact that you know. I Loved to Laugh, was paired with the tipsy-turvy <laughs> room. Um, and then even at the end, instead of flying kites, they had cotton candy and stuff. And So I liked the parallels that they did.
0: Yeah, I liked that they jumped into the bowl, the ceramic bowl, yes. where, as opposed to jumping into the chalk. Yes. Like that felt very similar to yes. me, and so I like that as well. I think it could have been cool to see, like, how Mr. Banks turned out. I don't know. I just think that might be a cool thing. But I don't know that how Mary Poppins would be inserted into that movie. Yeah. And so that would be really Well, cool.
1: and the one thing, I mean, I was just so giddy at the end of the movie, which this is kind of ruining it for you, but um, they did have Dick Van Dyke at the very end. <gasps> oh, and that I was, so. I was hoping they would have him at some point in the movie, and they did, so. Yeah.
0: Which I think there was something with Julie Andrews. I don't remember what the deal was. Because I think they wanted them both, mm-hmm. and something happened. I don't know. I'll have to look that at look up that. So remakes and books. As far as a remake, I feel like Saving Mr. Banks is definitely not a sequel because it's really telling the story of how Mary Poppins was made and how Miss uh, Travers, who wrote the who wrote the books, fought for the story to be told appropriately. Um, while Disney's children love the Mary Poppins books and he promised them he would make them into a movie so this um movie the original is a combination of all four books that were the original mary poppins books um however there's a lot of differences specifically there were twin babies in the books that are not in the movie so jane and michael actually had twin siblings that were babies in the books so that's something that's different but in saving mr banks um you learn that um because you've talked about how mary poppins is a fixer. And at one point, Walt says to Mrs. Travers, she came to save the children. And um, Mrs. Travers says, no, he wasn't, she didn't come to save the children. And he was like, well, then who did she come to save? And she basically, like, says, if you don't know, then, like, you definitely don't need to be making this movie. And eventually, Walt realizes that Mary Poppins came to save Mr. Banks. Yes. Um, And so... That's why it's called Savings Space. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Moving on from that, what is your favorite moment? What stood out to you about this movie?
1: My favorite moment, I mean, I guess it's just every time there's a chore or something to be done, she makes it into this fun experience. There's always singing. And so it's like, if you can apply that to your own life, that don't look at it as, oh, the dreaded chore. Mm-hmm. Just do it with a joyful heart and... It won't be so bad.
0: Yeah. Take your medicine with a spoonful yes. of sugar. Yes. Yeah. I my favorite moment was definitely when Mary Poppins turns his speech around and takes his lecture towards her and is like, Oh, so the children are going to go with you to the bank because they need to learn all about <laughs> what their father does and He's like, Yes, that's a fantastic idea And then eventually he realizes like that that's what he's gonna do. And he's not very happy about it. And at one point I think he says that he was tricked and she was like, No, you came up with that on your own. And he was like, Whatever. And so I thought that was really interesting.
1: Even though I don't want to admit it, I mean she is like a master manipulator. She
0: yes. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think she wants to admit it either. No. I think she wants to stand no. by like, I'm doing this, like I'm not trying to do anything crazy. Right. But anyway, I guess we're ready for final thoughts. A couple of things that we didn't really talk about um, because it didn't really fit into this format. Um, At D23, which is like the annual Disney conference where they make big announcements about parks, about movies, about all the things. It was announced, actually it was announced by Dick Van Dyke that there is going to be a Mary Poppins attraction um, that will open in the United Kingdom Pavilion at Epcot. And we don't know what that looks like. All they've said is attraction. So it could be a show... Okay. But it could be a ride.
1: Okay. And I
0: don't know which one I want more. I think I might want a ride more. Because there's a lot of shows at Epcot. Yeah. And there aren't a lot of rides. So I've
1: never been, but never been. <laughs> I do I do love rides. Yes. So I would probably say I'd rather have a ride. Yeah.
0: A lot of the shows are like like these big panoramic movies. Like in Canada, it's this big panoramic movie with Martin Short. And I don't really like it. It's boring. So anyway, so I'm hoping it's a ride. Um, And then another thing we didn't really talk about, I mean, you alluded to the song Some. Um, This is probably one of the most, like, iconic uh, movies. Today, one of my kids uh, said, we were talking about words, and one of them was like, yeah, there's a really long word. (laughs) <laughs> and one of the other ones goes, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. And I was like, that's actually not the longest word, but that is a very long word. And it just made me really happy, <laughs> and I thought it was really ironic that he would say that on this day. Uh, Is there a song that, like, is your favorite that you love?
1: I like um, Step in Time. I think just the beat and the, the energy it gives out, that would be my favorite from the very first one.
0: Mine, I don't know if I could even pick. I just love them all, like, a whole lot. But it would probably be Super yeah. Docious. I really like that one a lot. And then one thing, one other thing we didn't talk about is there is a musical of Mary Poppins, and they use all the same music. I don't know anything about the storyline in that okay. movie or in that musical to know.
1: They use the music from, I guess, the original They one. use the
0: music from the original, and then they add a few songs, okay. but not, like, a lot. Um, But that's pretty much it about Mary Poppins. Do you have anything else you want
1: to add? No, I just love her. And if you haven't seen Mary Poppins, the first, the first one, or the second, or the sequel, it's a must see. Yeah,
0: they're all so very good. Um, Thank you so much for being on. Well, thank you for asking. I'm so excited. I'm so glad you joined us for this week's Princess in the Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Princess in the Podcast, as well as on Twitter at Pod. Visit our website, princessinthepodcast.com. I hope you live happily ever after.